Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Nameless Podcast. Today, our special guest is Janie, and we're going to be talking about social media and the implications that it has in our modern day life and relationships, friendships, and our mental health in general. So, Amen. take it away, Chris. Introduce Janie. Introduce what she does. Okay. Who she is. Janie, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Janie, and I run a broadcast on Live Me, um, and we talk about social relationships and um, how social media affects it as well. So I'm glad to be here. Thank you for joining us today. Very much appreciated. She flew all the way from Japan to be here. <laughs> all right. All the way from Japan. So, so Janie, what? Because clearly social media has blown up in like the last three years. Yeah. Or five years, actually. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> I think our staff <laughs> is wants to jump into the conversation. Karen, oh, Karen at the soundboard, did you have something to say? You guys are doing great. <laughs> Thank you, Karen at the soundboard. So, um, yeah, so clearly social media has like blown up and people literally swear by it. What is your take on that? I mean, like, I think with anything in life, there are there are um, pros and cons to everything, and it, it's just a matter of balance of usage of it, because too much of anything is bad. Is it now? All right, so back to social media. Should your significant other have access to your logging information? Hell no. Live audience? No. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with them. I feel like if it's a healthy relationship, there's no need for that. They trust if there's trust and boundaries, healthy boundaries. People should respect them. Mm-hmm. Katie? I would completely agree with that as well. Um, it just shows that there aren't any insecurities with that relationship and that, you know, everybody trusts each other. Yeah. yeah, and you are your own independent person, so why is there a need to share your personal information like that in terms of your login and um, your bank account, password, et cetera, et cetera, with your significant other if you have full, complete trust in them? I agree. I honestly completely agree. And I think having access to each other's logging information just creates unnecessary tension. It creates just red flags all over the relationship. So... Uh- yeah, just to piggyback off that. Why do you need to be so involved in their life and their social media? Like, yeah, like they're a, already dating you. Like a healthy That's relationship a is like two individuals with their own life, doing their own thing, coming together because they make each other happy, not because you want to control the other person. You know, and... Facts. Yeah, so would you get upset if your significant other chose to keep you a secret? From social media. Um, it depends. Because sometimes I feel like oversaturating like your Instagram with like photos of you and your boyfriend or significant other can be like see at least I see it sometimes when it's like a lot, it's like are they really happy? Is this yeah. like what are you putting out there? Or is it I don't know, I feel like it has to be like a balance. But if they're trying to keep you off of it and you've been dating like and you're exclusive, then maybe there is a problem. Maybe there's like something that they're not talking about. And maybe you're not the only one kind of thing. Janie? Um, I, I think it would depend as well. I, if they had a business Instagram, 
obviously. Right. You know, if Instagram was your, you know, means of making money, I would see it as a a professional means. And you wouldn't bring your significant other constantly into your job. Um, It's just unprofessional. I agree. Um, But you do make it known like, oh, my girlfriend or my boyfriend or my significant other, I do have one. You do mention it sometimes in your stories or, you know, even you when you go to work from a nine to five job, you do mention that you have a significant other. So I think it is needed that sometimes you do make a certain appearance, whether it is physically or by word of mouth. I completely agree with that, because also posting your significant other on social media, again, it depends on what you do. But then you're opening the doors towards like hatred and negativity and a lot of things that you really don't need like it's a it's you and the other person and i don't think other people should be involved and also you create like a a false sense of security and love and happiness i've known a lot of couples including myself that used to post amazing photos of trips and behind the scenes it was nothing but arguing fighting depression cheating lying cheating more cheating you know so i definitely i definitely think that i mean it doesn't matter whether you post me on your social media or not like i either trust you as an individual or not like i don't think can I just interrupt you really quick? Yeah, of course. I, I don't Go ahead. I think that, like, people should aspire to be put onto their significant others, like, Instagram or social media accounts. Like, that's not the point. And I have a question as well, because a lot of people, they say they post and like, oh, my significant other didn't like my post or they didn't look at my story. How would you feel about that if your significant other never just acknowledged your social media presence? Ooh. Why do you need that validation? If you're already dating them and you're already with them. But then again, that comes with like social media in general. Like before you didn't have to worry about them not liking you or validation because it was it was a non-issue. Right. But with the growth of social media, I feel like it has opened a lot of doors to, towards unnecessary issues in the relationship because it's like now right. you have what are they doing? Because now you they have a future where you can see when they're what they're liking what they're liking when they're liking it and if they haven't responded and to your text that's when you get like oh i saw you like that post on instagram but you didn't text me exactly back. or why did you like oh, how do you feel about them liking that's me. like <laughs> like the the opposite gender like a reveal a very revealing photo i think i don't know like just in general i feel like in like heterosexual relationships like men are gonna look at asses on the street preach they're gonna look at asses wherever they can. They can do it on Instagram now in the privacy of their own home. Mm-hmm. True. Now they can even like slide into those DMs if they wanted to. You know, it's really easy. So I think it creates like another layer of paranoia in relationships now and like anxiety. Yes. Like, what are they liking? Why did they like her? What right. does she have that I don't have, Janie? Mm-hmm. I mean, from experience. <laughs> Let me say from experience. Um, the people that I've dated that were completely loyal in the relationship, I had no issues of them liking other women's photos. They never did, and they didn't really follow, like, you know, sexy women and such. There was no need for that. But, again, from experience, the men who weren't loyal did do that. And there, there is a pattern, and there's a reason why certain insecurities form is because of those patterns. And it's, it's Preach. Just, you know, historically proven. Preach. But also going off of what you said it's just crazy because even if you have that 
trust. I think it's a gut feeling too. You either know yes. that person's gonna cheat or they trust or your they gut. Not. All twenty nineteen. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the entire time I was with a certain person, like I just. I never trusted them ever, and so I was constantly like, "What are they looking at? Who are they following?" But it was—I've never been like that, and it—it's it, just a gut feeling. Like you either trust them or you don't. You can't build upon that. They're either like the t- the person that you that you are loyal to and that you trust and that you care for, or it's just none of the above. Okay. Also, I have a question. Do you feel like when you put your relationship out on social media? There's this added pressure of like you have to remain together, like live and, up like, to the expectations, live up to that hype. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does our audience say? Yes. Yes. Oh, wait, what was the question? <laughs> I said the question was that when you put your relationship out there on social media, do you feel like there's a certain like expectation of you to like stay in that relationship and like keep portraying that yeah, same? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, when, especially when you're posting with your significant other, when my ex and I broke up and I had to take the photos down because I didn't, I didn't want to see his face anymore. And it was just healthy for me to take the photos down so I could move on. People suddenly got into my DMs like, what happened? Are you okay? Oh like, did God, you break yeah, up? Yeah, they and that. Yeah, and then suddenly, you know, there's an idea in their minds, like, oh, she's single. So all these other people are, like, trying to swoop in, like, right. oh, I've noticed that, you know, you're single now or, you know, you haven't been posting lately with your ex. And when I just want to heal on my own without any of that outside, you know, perspective. That's it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was also just going to add that, like, in the gay world, I feel like when you go single, like, there's a beam of light that goes up into the sky that says Christian or XYZ is single now. And ready and, like, to mingle. And everybody just, like, hits you up and they're like, hey, do you want to... I haven't talked to you in, like, three years, but you want to hang out. But you trying to kick it? Or yeah, what you doing tonight? Like, exactly. And that's just so confusing. And... Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think social media affects, like, mental health now? And the population in general? There are many ways that it affects us. I think, like, now it creates, like, another, like, level of anxiety for people. Mm-hmm. People are just so anxious to live up to, like, a hype. Depressed. And I think we're putting out a version of ourselves that's, like, edited and kind of curated in a sense. Right. And I think it just, we want to live up to that. And yeah. like, I think, including myself, I feel like I do that too. Like I fall into that, like, is this a good picture? Do I look good? Like, or why are they doing this? I'm, I'm 25 and I'm not doing anything yeah, with yeah, my life. Yeah. Make, they have all these cars and all these brands. Yeah. And why do I, why don't I have any of that? Yeah. I, I really don't think that we are built for this level of comparison because before social media, we were comparing ourselves with the people that we knew but now we're, we have so much accessibility to all these people we don't know. And we're comparing ourselves to them all over the world. It used different to be just... social classes. Exactly. It used to be just, classes. oh, my best friend has this and my neighbor has this. And why aren't I doing this? But now it's, oh, this girl in Australia is living her life and she's younger than I am. And she has, you know, a million dollar career. And what am I doing here? Or why is her body so perfect and amazing exactly. and tanned? Why on Instagram have apps? Ooh, yes. Let's, let's, let's talk about that. Uh-huh. And no acne. Uh-huh. We're going to take questions from our studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was eating this snack. Um, yes, I was on my lunch break. I'm actually... 
So why does everyone on Instagram have abs? I just want to know what they're doing so I can do it too. That's it. it. I think it's called uh, Facetune in Photoshop. Facetune. Oh. And you know, there's a lot of fitness train or fitness people now on social media that they actually have gotten a lot of work done, and they are they get posted and promoted on these plastic surgery pages, but they they have their audience and their followers believing that they've worked so hard for their bodies. Right. Also, okay. that's another thing. Like people don't do their research. Okay. Another question. <laughs> Is it true that you can get abs now on a pla like plastic surgery? What's with the abs? Yes. Because I see no. Because I see it all the time. How do How do you look like you're like? I'm sorry. Are they like implants? It's yeah. just like a lot of people that have bodies that are you know bigger and they, they have abs. Abs, dude. They yeah. like have the little side thing going on, and I'm like, hmm. And I just found out that you can get fake abs yeah. through surgery. You yeah. can get anything. Just putting fake. it out there. Even the the suction thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you guys heard of? Sorry, I'm like the annoyed person on this podcast. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Okay. There's this called thing. Uh, this thing called um, vacuum therapy. Have you heard about it? No. Is these like? Have you heard of cupping where they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but for your ass. Wow. And they suck each. There's one for each butt cheek. Pull it out. Pull it out on the. It's called vacuum therapy, and each butt cheek is on the, a vacuum thing, and it sucks it up. It's like the Kylie lip thingy. It like swells it. Yes, it makes us swell. Like the big. It's like the lip thingy. Because it it makes cheeks. it makes. So essentially, what they're doing is they're um, sucking it up. Yeah, your vessels. blood, your blood vessels open up, and it and it blood rushes to that part of the body. So, so it, it can concentrate in one area. Yeah, wow. so it temporarily swells up. It's like the lips too. Like when I want my lips bigger, I just have to like put a little um, like a cup. No, like you suck on a cup or something. A little shot. Yeah, yes, girl, a shot glass, and you like put your lips in there. So what it does is. Blood rushes to your lips and they swell up temporarily. And where does this insecurity come from? That you feel oh, like I don't have, have an insecurity. I'm just trying to look cute and whatever, you know? For myself. It ain't no insecurity. Don't get it twisted. Don't put words in my mouth because... <laughs> <laughs> right, I was just asking. No, I think we all have insecurities. I have a lot like of insecurities. Like a lot. I feel like social media just like... Highlights them. I have a lot of insecurities. You don't understand? Like, I scroll through Instagram and I'm like... How come I can't get, like, how come I don't have that body? Or how come, how come, like, I don't have boobs or, like... Can we up our daily activity on Instagram and see how many hours we... No, I have a lot. Oh, I already know. Oh, my God. I have a lot. I have a lot. I have a two-hour limit, and it was due... I have a one-hour limit. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Can you guys... How do how do I limit my time? Because I think I have ten hours a day. turn off your phone? No, it just says you you've been on Instagram for an hour today, and then you look and you're like, where do you look? It's just like give more time or like it, 15 minutes. And then go to your activity. Oh, guys, this is good advice. This is good advice. Where do I go? Shoot, you go to the Instagram one or the one on the activity. Ooh, oh, that's not that bad. How many? Two hours and two minutes. Yeah, two hours and 28 minutes. You? I don't, I can't exit. One hour 45. Oh my god, guys, I'm scared because i know i i i need to do that i need to set a, a, a oh, you guys for everyone listening to this podcast right now Karen. 
Whoa, I have like oh, eight hours. I think it stays in the back. It's not that bad. My thing stays open in the back, I think. Hey. No, it doesn't. Also, any other questions? Sorry. Any other questions from our live audience? We're taking, this is an open panel, so we're taking any questions <gasps> right now. Oh. Because I was, I mean, I'm dating, right? And so I'm in the situation where... You're in a situationship. Not even that. It's just, I I like, you know, I'm, I'm, I grew up with men, so I'm very likely to hang out with men. I'm more comfortable hanging out with men. Um, so I have a lot of male friends. Whoever I'm dating, I don't post on social media. But then the men that I do hang out with who are just my friends. You post. I post. And so people automatically assume, like, oh, she's dating another guy. Oh, she's seeing another guy. And then it makes me wonder how that makes my significant other feels. Even though I'm, I know, like, in person, I try to make him it feel secure. It comes back to trust feel, and loyalty. Yeah. I feel like if you're posting other people but not your significant other, like, that's a problem. In my opinion. Like, I think, like, if you're dating them and, like, you're exclusive, why are you not posting them and you're posting all these other men in, like, a friendly setting? Um, I have to disagree with that because... I have a lot of guy friends, like Miguel, for example, William. I have so many guy friends that I've known for years and years and years, and it's never been anything else than a friendship. Right, but are we saying, like, casually hanging out? Like, are you saying friends, like, potentially could become something oh, or no, just friends? just friends. Oh. I don't think that's, like, I don't think that's a big deal. And you're, like, you should go into a relationship or dating knowing or telling that person hey like i have these guy friends mm -hmm. and these are all my guy friends like it and i feel like if they do get jealous i feel like that's a huge red flag because these friends you've known for I, at least for me like i've known these guy friends for a long time and if a guy comes into my life and they're like hey like makes me uncomfortable and i choose a relationship over a friendship what does that say about me right is that what you're asking or it's just like casual guys. <laughs> We're over here like really psychoanalyzing this whole situation. Let's do a meta analysis about this. <laughs> um, so, also like, do you feel like it's healthy to take social media breaks? Oh, absolutely. And like every so every how often do you recommend them? Every ten days. I I mean yeah I I feel like anytime you start to oh. sink into the the dark hole where you're constantly like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and it's like for me it got to a point where i was seeing who was viewing my story at what time and i'm like freaking out and i'm like how many likes am i getting so i took it's a social scary it's how scary. Like, you micromanage like your social media and you're like yeah waiting. you're like why did this post get so many likes why oh why didn't this person like my see my yes. story yet yes and then you you start to develop like a trend or like you start to see patterns like this person always looks at my story first yeah. you know it's kind of scary. It's yeah. like that. Have I think you guys seen we that? just need to like not be on social media as much as we are. Have like, you guys seen scary. you on Netflix? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have, and it's scary how much you can learn about a person through their social media. How you can find them, pinpoint their home, everything. Email. Exactly. I mean, for me, I use I use Instagram and social media as a business platform, so I don't go on it as much as you know most people like to use for personal. But for me, I try as much to not follow you know, insta-famous, quote-unquote insta-famous people, just so I don't end up scrolling and comparing myself to them. I just do my business, post, and Yeah, leave. I think also it's, like, good to purge your Instagram. Like, go yeah. through it and, like... Unfollow. Out. 
block. Unfollow, block, whatever you feel like is killing your energy. What doesn't help your growth as a person? All right, well. Well, that is a wrap for our first episode of Nameless. Nameless. Thank you, Janie, for uh, our special guest for flying all the way from, from Japan. Japan. Safe travels. <laughs> Arigato gozaimasu. Arigato gozaimasu. Konnichiwa, watachiwa karen desu. Thanks to our studio audience for being so lovely. Thanks to our soundboard technicians. Karen. Karen, our soundboard technician and our location managers and our my, our agents. Everyone, our producers. Thank you guys so much. Our agents who continue to do an amazing job so at getting us booked. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. We'll be um, back next week. Yeah. Same time with a new episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, love you guys. Be bye. kind. Be kind to everyone, including your neighbors. Bye. Love yourself. Put yourself first. Bye. You're the most important person in your world. Bye. Yeah, don't let